Well, we are blessed today to have Teen Challenge with us. Let's give these guys a hand, guys and gals. We love Teen Challenge. And so we just want to give the service to you guys. God bless you. You come and do whatever you're going to do with us today. Before the choir sings, I just want to make a couple of quick announcements. And then also, how many of you have read the book, The Cross and the Switchblade? So maybe half of you. For those of you who haven't, uh, this um, book tells the story how we were started, our agency. There's about 200 uh, Teen Challenge Centers in America. We were originally started in Brooklyn, New York, by a gentleman by the name of David Wilkerson. We just represent two centers out of those 200. And actually today there are... um, over 1,150 centers in about 100 countries, which is really, really amazing. Yeah. And if you haven't read this book, I just encourage you to pick up a copy when you leave. Um, this book has sold almost 40 million copies, and it's really a powerful story about a guy named David Wilkerson and another gentleman by the name of Nikki Cruz who started our agency in, in Brooklyn. So. Um, um, this book has really gone around the world along with centers. Also, if you have any interest in uh, maybe meeting Nikki Cruz, I'd like to encourage you to come to our banquet, which is October 9th. Uh, Nikki is our keynote speaker. He wrote a book called Run, Baby, Run, which is kind of a sequel to Cross and Switchblade. It has sold about 10 million copies. And so um, if you want to you know, grab a copy of that or learn more about our agency, just encourage you to stop out there. Um, I want to also say a big thank you to Mark for letting us come here. Um, he allows us to be here, and please know we appreciate it, and we will come the next Memorial Day forever if you want. <laughs> and, and this is a real honor for us because sometimes it's very difficult for us to get in churches. matter of fact, sometimes we go a long way away to churches, you know, like in the middle of nowhere. And... Um, and so it's nice to come close, and it's also nice for us all to be here, our men and our women, and um, it's really awesome to be here. Um, and just uh, in closing, I just would um, ask you to pray for us. We, um, we have to fund our program, which sometimes is not easy, and uh, we happen to be in the black at this point, which is a really nice thing, um, but we're getting ready for summer. And um, our ladies and our men put about a million of these bookmarks on home doors every, every year, and um, the awesome thing about the bookmarks is that um, we get uh, people that come into our program from, from these, and then we also get cars. And um, over the last 10 years, we've actually gotten about 5,120 cars, to be exact, which is awesome. And, um, but uh, doing it is pretty difficult, like in January and February. And then the ladies are really, like, they've taught a lot of these, like a lot. And um, so we're trying to reopen our store, and we had a store for about four years, and our ladies sold 10,000 items every month for, actually it was for five years straight, which is amazing. Um, they had 25,000 unique customers, which is also amazing. And um, we had to close the store because um, it was not in the best building, and there was a lot of dimensions to it. And it was best that we close it, even though it was kind of a, difficult thing because, you know, when you work hard at something and, uh, and, and it doesn't work, you know, you feel like this is a, you know, kind of failure. And, you know, we all experience that in life, and sometimes 
those things become really a setup for something better. And so last year we bought 1.7 acres next to our men's center uh, with proceeds from the banquet, which some of you might have come to. We have Phil Robertson, who's the most awesome guy, preacher in this country, at least from my view. Amen. And um, he also helped us, his, him coming helped us pay for this piece of property, which was not inexpensive. And it also got some people interested in what we were doing, which always helps. And then really kind of a um, really interesting thing, really amazing thing is that we did a prayer breakfast in January. And a guy that uh, we had um, gotten a little help from from the last 20 years, he grew up in Rice Lake on a farm. He was a farmer. He, um, he was there. And uh, he always wears a cowboy hat. May, some of you may know of Foster Freeze. He's on Fox News a lot. And, um, but he was like a farmer. And um, back in the 50s, if you were first in your class at any public high school in America, you got to go to Madison for free. They gave you $400 a year to go there. And he was one of those people. And when he went, he was really smart. And he worked hard. And he did really well, became a billionaire. And so at this prayer breakfast, um, he gave us a quarter of a million dollars, which is great. And he said, what, should, what, 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 could we, what would be, make the most sense for it to be used for? And so I was actually in his jet going to Madison with him. I said, well, Foster, if you just want us to burn it up like most of the money we get, just – and he said, when you say burn it up, I said utilities, fuel, vans, food, all those types of things. I said, we're good at it. And so I said, but if you want maybe to be something that would help us for a long time – would you consider designating it towards our women's uh, store project? And he said, that's what I want. And so, you know, he spoke. And so we uh, got the check later in January. And then kind of a neat thing is another gentleman that um, from Landon Stone Products, some of you may be familiar with them, um, came in a few weeks later and asked about it and then came by and gave another $250,000. So we have over $500,000 in the bank towards this. We need about 950000 which I think is kind of expensive, but it is a 10,000-square-feet store, and we are being able to build it with parking and everything for like $90 a foot. And so if you maybe could help in any way, maybe you work at a place that has a community fund and you need information, please let us know. And I know um, I saw Evan, and I know on another previous project he saved us a lot of money in engineering services, and so maybe he could volunteer for that part of it for this year. <laughs> And you'd be surprised what that costs, like 20000 And just so you know, the architect did volunteer services, Evan. And, and, uh, and you know, if he did that, which would take a lot of work on his part, uh, it would save us about 20000 or 15000 which is a lot of money. And um, we've only got about seven checks total so far. So this is, you know, this is not a mad dash at this point. So if, if any of you could maybe help us, I know uh, we appreciate it. And an awesome thing is, is our ladies will have a new clean store. It'll be safe and uh, be an awesome opportunity for us to serve the neighborhood. And we're thinking that we will likely have, within about three years, about 50,000 unique customers that all come from our neighborhood, and we're able to help them with stuff for their home and with clothes. And so if you could pray with us, we'd like to try to get this done um, as soon as we can. Thank you.
morning, church. Um, first, I would like uh, if everyone could give a round of applause to Miss Georgine, our choir director. Without all of her, uh, the wonderful time she dedicates to us, we wouldn't sound so great. So, um, my name is Russell Verbon. I am uh, 41 years old. I uh, was born and raised in California. I've been out here in Wisconsin for about um, almost nine years now. Um, just a quick background. Uh, you know, I came from a very stable home, loving parents, you know, upper middle class neighborhood. I went to good schools. I got good grades. Um, you know, I, I, I don't have the same testimony as some of the other students here that, you know, I wasn't dealt a bad hand and I, you know, I haven't seen a lot of really horrible things or in my life or have really happened to me. But what I do have in common with everyone else here is that I struggle badly with sin. And, um, you know, I came to Teen Challenge when uh, I didn't really have anywhere else to turn. And, um, you know, I knew who God was, but I didn't have a relationship with him, and I didn't understand what Jesus Christ really did for us. Um, But God spoke to me through um, situation and circumstance and led me to the doors of Teen Challenge. Um, You know, while being at Teen Challenge, um, I'm going to graduate their 12-month program here in four days. Uh, Teen Challenge has uh, given me a home, a safe place, um, a place that I'm, I'm able to connect with the Lord. You know, I noticed this sign here, you know, it's empowered. You know, that's really what it's done for me. It's empowered me, you know, through the grace and mercy of God, our Lord in Christ, Jesus Christ, you know, in his death and resurrection, I've been empowered with dominion over Satan. You know, I don't have to live for him anymore. I have to live for Christ. And, um, you know, with me coming to Teen Challenge was a, um, you know, it was hard. It's hard to surrender and, and do something new and something that's, you know, we're all full of fear. Um, and, you know, I've overcome that and I've, you know, I've taken every positive I can out of this place. But, you know, I'm about to transition into another phase of my life, going back out into the real world. And, you know, here, here I am again with all this fear. But as long as I look to him for guidance, you know, I think I'm going to be okay. Um, I want to close with this. You know, I read one of these every time I, I come. I try to do something different. Um, today, God put this on my heart. Romans 5, 1 through 3. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings, because we know suffering produces perseverance. And uh, being at Teen Challenge is all about perseverance and loving the Lord. Thank you. church good morning um you'll have to excuse me i've been losing my voice over the past two days so um but i'm going to give this give this a shot regardless um my name is tiffany i'm 26 years old i am program staff at teen challenge at the women's center Um, i've been there for about three and a half years now i graduated the program four years ago and um I just, I'm very blessed to be standing here by the grace of God, um, to be alive after everything that 
all all the choices that I made. Um, my my parents divorced when when I was seven, and I remember accepting Christ into my heart at at that age, and um, you know, asking if I if I accept Jesus into my heart, is He ever going to leave? And um, I think there was a parallel there to my dad leaving. And for years, I um, I I slowly started rebelling. And I thought I was looking for my dad all those years. And after coming to Teen Challenge, I realized I was really looking for Jesus. Um, he has been the most fulfilling thing. I I I ended up in in jail from um, heroin addiction and um, was facing um, a lot of prison time and. And Jesus is the only thing that has ever satisfied. Um, heroin doesn't even stand a chance to our God. And so um, I'm just I'm blessed to be here, and it's a joy working with the women. I it, they bring me so much joy, and um, just watching them come in and grow and. Um, so I'm I'm just excited to be here. Thank you for having us. And that's that's it. Um, my name is Yesenia. I am 26 years old. I've been at Teen Challenge for three months now. Um, I grew up in a very violent home. My father was an alcoholic, a high-ranked gang member, and extremely abusive to my mom, um, often beating her in front of me and my um, brothers and sisters. Uh, my mom worked long hours because my dad was too busy running the streets. Um, because I'm the oldest of five, the responsibility of taking care of them was put on me. Um, violence became very familiar, a very familiar sight in my house. Um, it was normal for us to see full-out brawls with my dad's rival gang right outside of our home. Um, my dad molested me when I was um, young, and it resulted in me moving with my grandparents, where they gave me a lot of freedom. Uh, I was a very reckless teenager. I got involved in a gang, started doing large amounts of cocaine and drinking heavily. I found comfort in violence, 14 being the first time I held a gun and fighting anyone that looked at me the wrong way. I got involved in a 10-year unhealthy and abusive relationship. I was a lost and angry girl looking for love in all the wrong places. Um, I tried to straighten up in high school. I got good grades and I played on the basketball team. Uh, serious injury landed me with a prescription to pain medication, which eventually led to heroin. Um, heroin completely consumed my life. I did anything and everything for my next fix, including um, selling my body. It took my identity and broke relationships in my family. I left my responsibility as a mother to my precious three-year-old boy to be a full-time addict. I fell into such a deep depression convincing myself that no one loved or cared about me. 
when all along my family was praying for me, and their prayers are what got me to Teen Challenge three months ago. Um, I came here very broken, and today I have surrendered everything I am to Christ. Today I am free and full of hope. Um, Jesus is showing me the depths of his unconditional pure love, and I don't have to look for love in all the wrong places anymore. Uh, The power that I felt in drugs and violence I now find in Christ. He prepared me for where I am now, and where I am now is exactly where I'm meant to be. Uh, One of my sisters in the program gave me this scripture this past week, and it just really touched my heart because it just speaks multitudes for me. Um, uh, It's Titus 3... Um, three through four. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. Um, today I just have this like overwhelming joy that I know that I can't get from anyone or anything else but, but Jesus. And I'm really thankful for Teen Challenge because without God working through the program, I, they wouldn't have changed or it wouldn't have changed my life, my family's life, my son's life. So I'm just really thankful. Thank you. Hello, church. Um, always, always coming up after her is like. <laughs> anyway, I got a pink wedding to go to after this, so that's why this is you know the church. So, <laughs> so my name is Trent. Uh, I've been at Teen Challenge for eight months now. Um, you know, growing up for me was, you know, difficult. My mom did what she could with what she had. You know. Um, my father, the only father figure that I did have in my life, decided to come home one time when I was six years old and uh, shoot himself in front of me and my mother, you know. So after that, my mom had a nervous breakdown, and, you know, me and my siblings went spread, you know, we just spread. And I, I ended up in Mississippi. Um, my sisters later followed, you know, to my aunt's house, which uh, at the age of 13, my sister comes to me and tells me that, my aunt's boyfriend is molesting her, so I take my sisters and move away and, and leave, thinking, you know, 13 years old, I'm going to take my sisters into the woods, and we're going to just live out there forever, you know. didn't happen like that. You know, we got caught. I ended up going to a boy's home in, Miss, in the middle of Blue Mountain, Mississippi. Anybody know where that's at? I didn't either, you know. So, so I went there, and then I stayed there for two and a half years, didn't know my mom, didn't Talked to my mom, didn't talk to my family, nothing, you know. And this was an apostolic uh, children's home, you know. Due to the abuse that was taking place there, um, I ran away from there at age 15. Ended up in a sheriff's office in Memphis, Tennessee, a lady sheriff. And uh, she had cowboy boots on, cowboy hat, and she was tough, you know. Kind of like Sheriff Clark a little bit, you know. Like, <laughs> and... Uh, so anyway, I pick up the phone, and he's, she says, pick up the phone, honey, right there. And I pick up, and my mom's on the other line saying, you're coming home, honey. You're coming home. I'm like, where have you been? It's two and a half years, you know. I go home. You know, that's when my drugs and alcohol started at 15. You know, I've been on my own since then. You know, I, I was running the streets of Chicago, just, you know, needles, heroin. 
Back and forth in prison, one time in prison in 2012, four days before I get out, I have a guard that comes to my door and tells me, I'm sorry to tell you this, but your mom just died. So I'm like, what now? You know, again, so, you know, I came in, you know, luckily I found Teen Challenge. I brought in the Teen Challenge. Seventh grade was the last grade I completed. I just took a, a tapes test a couple of weeks ago, and my, uh, it's up, my reading is like, like 12.9 for reading. And then, <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, I never thought I'd say this, but because of Teen Challenge and because of Pastor Craig Harper, he's really helped me blossom here. He is really, I feel like Nikki Cruz and David Wilkerson here, you know what I mean? Because he's, he's, he's pushing me, and I have a good people pushing me. I graduated October 9th at the annual banquet, and I'm going to Brooklyn after that to go to TCMI Bible College in Brooklyn. So, you know... God is great. He is awesome. He can take me that had, I, like Russell said, I had a bad hand dealt to me. But I fold that hand, and I got a royal flush back. You know what I mean? So that's my story. Thank you guys for letting me share. Thank you guys for letting us be here. We appreciate it, and God bless you guys. Hello, everybody. My name is Chris. Uh, I've been at Teen Challenge now for roughly over two years, uh, two different stretches. I came in uh, February of 2013. Brief history, I grew up pretty much normal family. Uh, went to school, went to college, met a beautiful woman, got married, bought a house about three miles down the road in Sockville. Uh, there we had three children. Uh, Everything was going fine, seemed to be okay. Roughly 2008, some things happened in my life. Uh, I started drinking uh, heavily, which led to problems with my job, uh, with my family. Uh, my wife and I split up amicably. Uh, she didn't want the kids growing up in the kind of house that they were in at the time. Um, 2013, in February, I came in Teen Challenge, spent a year there. Graduated the program. Things went really well for me. Uh, you towed the line. Follow the rules, keep your nose in the Bible, and things work out for you. Got a job. I became a re-entry student. That means we have more freedom at the center. We can work outside the center. We help out 20 hours a week, which pays our room and our board and food, everything. So I was there until November of last year. Because of my job, I don't drive yet. Because of my job, I had to find something close to work where I could walk or take a bus. So I moved out of the center, and I spent roughly one and a half healthy months in my apartment. Um, the only thing I had in my life at that point was work and the apartment, the empty apartment, and I turned to alcohol and started drinking again. Uh, by would have been January of this year, I ran out of choices. I lost my job. Uh, nowhere else to turn. Teen Challenge was great. Gratefully, Teen Challenge took me back. Um, I came back in. I left Teen Challenge. I was re-entry. I had all these privileges. I had it, the world in my hand. I came back to Teen Challenge. I'm starting at the bottom again. Uh, people that know me from the last time kept asking me what was wrong. You know why? You know, cheer up, cheer up, cheer up. It's hard. It's hard coming back when you have everything and then you're starting all over again. Uh, 
I was hard on myself, especially, for letting everything slip out of my hand when I had it. Um, people were telling me, uh, they kept coming up to me, God has a plan, God has a plan. And I'm not a patient person, uh, but I wrote it out, I wrote it out, God has a plan. This started in, like I said, January this year. Well, slowly things started happening. At three months, Teen Challenge gave me permission to go out and seek employment again. My old job took me back. Um, I called them up. Man. I met with them. They said, come on back. Teen Challenge says, yep, go ahead. You're free to go back. That was a month ago. Um, two weeks ago, because of circumstances, program I came back, when I come back, I'm called uh, Restoration. It's a six-month program. Get back into the Bible, get back into the Word, um, get back into the program and routine. Last six months, and you can go out. They let me go at three months to work. About a month, about two weeks ago, they said, well, you're stepping up. You're re-entry now. We need you around the center to help out. So all my privileges are back again with a few added responsibilities. Um, one of the, at a Celebrate Recovery meeting, someone said that God never gives up on you. When I came back, I thought God gave up. You know, I just, I wished that my last relapse would have been done and I would have been, everything would have been over. I wouldn't have to worry about anything. Four months later, everything has fallen back in my lap. It's been given to me by God. Um, like I said, we live down here. My children are graduating or have graduated from Port High. Um, they all went through Port Catholic. My oldest son is graduating in two weeks, number three in his class. Um, my ex-wife, is like she supports me. She's, we're still friends. My kids are wonderful. They're beautiful. I mean, it's so good to be back here again. I spent all last summer riding back and forth on the bike path to visit the kids. I'll be doing that again soon. Um, so this is home, and it's nice to be here, and thanks for having us. I just want to mention, too, we have a table out back here. It's uh, Teen Challenge is supported by donations, people like you, and through fundraisers. We pick up cars. If you have a junk car, we'll come pick it up. We turn that into cash for the center. Uh, we also sell crosses that are made by our students. Uh, we have necklaces. We have larger crosses. Again, anything from the table goes to support us, and we appreciate your help. Thank you. I guess that's my turn. You said it's hard for you to uh, to follow. One of you guys said how hard to follow. How would you like to me to have to follow all of you? <laughs> what a great group of people. Thank you so much. God never gives up on you. We all know that, don't we? Not one of us in this place would be where we are if God gave up on us. Some of you are in the midst of struggles right now. You need to hear that and believe that, that God never gives up on you. Because we can look good on the outside and have a lot of junk going on on the inside, a lot of brokenness. And so what I hope we hear today is that there's hope for all of us. Every single, it doesn't matter if you were born in a hard situation or a, Easy situation. The suburbs, Sockville, nothing bad happens in Sockville, right? <laughs> sure it does. Because life is life, and, and when, we, uh, when we walk with God, he takes care of us. But when we, when we don't have that, we know all the, all the junk that can result. And so we're so fortunate to, to hear these live stories about what God's really doing today. You might be here today. Maybe you're visiting. And you've come in, you're saying, you know what, is God really real? 
you know, you guys read that Bible and that seems right and, you know, I'm not sure about it, but is God really real? These are, these are real stories from real people who say God is really real today in 2015 right here in southeast Wisconsin. And if you're questioning that today, know that he loves you, he has you here, and he wants to, he wants to just bring transformation and restoration into your life today. And if you need help with that, we're here to help you. As a church, we're here to help you. Teen Challenge is here to help you. We've had a few people in our, in our church family who have got a history in Teen Challenge that are sitting in this audience today because of Teen Challenge. And so you know what? We're going to receive an offering um, for Teen Challenge. You guys have been around here at all. You know that we do that every time they're here. Receive an offering that you can give to them. And 100% of what you give to make a check out to the church. And we'll give them a, a check. 100% of what you give goes to Teen Challenge. Um, also, this is May is Missions Month, our Empowered Mission slogan. Um, we've been having every every um, week of the month of May is a different theme about being empowered for missions. And today was about empowered for life transformation, that the Holy Spirit empowers us to do exactly what we've looked at. Now, one of the things that we do in our Missions Month, in addition to just getting us an understanding of what God is doing locally and around the world, is that we as a congregation, those of us who make Portview their home, we ask the Lord, Lord, how do you want me as an individual to support missions for the coming year? We do something called faith promises or a pledge card that we fill out and say, for the next year, I'm going to give X amount a week or X amount a month that's going to go straight to missions. And what I've been asking the last couple of weeks is that when, you, when you're ready to turn those in, just drop those in an offering plate. You've been doing that over the last couple of weeks. Don't forget, a couple more weeks you're going to receive those. The reason that it's so important for us to do that is every single month, one of the things we do, we send a check a couple of different checks to Teen Challenge. And I, if I remember, Craig, Portview, long before I was ever here, was one of the very first churches that got on board with establishing the Teen Challenge Center. Matter of fact, Pastor Hansen, who was a founding pastor, is even currently still on the board. He's currently still on the board. We've got, we've got members of our church congregation who serve on the, church, on the board of Teen Challenge and are, and are just great supporters of Teen Challenge. And so... So we have a connection there. One of the ways we get to, to support them on a monthly basis is because people fill out faith promises and say, I want to support missions, and part of that goes to Teen Challenge. So everything we go, we'll, we'll go to them today, and also remember, the next couple of weeks, let's turn in our faith promise pledges for missions. So Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are so gracious to us. Thank you, God, that you, that you abundantly bless us, and especially today, thank you for Teen Challenge. Lord, because... All of these stories are the result of you working through this organization that's around the world. And Lord, people being committed day in after day after day after day to just loving on people, encouraging them, strengthening them, challenging them, reproving them when it's necessary, and helping them overcome their addiction so they can live free in Jesus. So Lord, we pray your blessings upon Teen Challenge. Lord, they can come here and sing songs and tell stories, and we can look at it and go, oh, wasn't that nice? But they've got to do it day in and day out, year after year after year. So especially, Lord, for Pastor Craig, for the leadership of Teen Challenge, Lord, would you just wrap your arms around them and let them just experience your goodness, renew them, restore them. Lord, if any of them are weary and well-doing, we pray, God, you'd encourage them today, and they would know, God, that, Lord, you have them right in the palm of your hand, And, Lord, you're using them in such incredible ways. And, Lord, that you're pleased with that. So, Lord, thank you for your goodness. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.